This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, guy here, ham solo. Uh, I'm alone, so I can't tell if that's a good joke or a bad joke. I think it's a bad joke. Anyway, I've been doing some live YouTubes in the mornings because I've been feeling it. It's helped me get my day started. So you can watch them. And uh, John said, why don't you put them on the podcast feed? And I said, you know what? That's a good idea. So here's what we talked about on uh, YouTube. This was like, you know, 730 Pacific on uh, Thursday morning. And uh, here we go. Here's that. Hey, good morning. It is uh, Thursday morning. Having some coffee. Hope you're good. This is uh, somebody asked both dudes. Nope, just this dude. The H and Ham. We usually take these months off. June and July are usually the, uh, the summer vacation for the show. Last week, I started doing some of this in the mornings, and I enjoyed it. And you guys seem to be watching it, and hopefully it helps grow the channel. So subscribe to it, like it, uh, share it with people. And um, we can just uh, keep this going. Just kind of casual morning hangs. If you like coffee, if you don't, keeps you know, it gets things moving. Uh, so let's start. One thing we've been doing in the morning here is we just kind of start with the topic and then we can uh, talk more about it, get some reactions. So thanks to this happens all the time. I'll look at my phone in the afternoon and someone will have tagged me in a clip of something that somebody says. And it feels like right now, even in June, not a day passes when some member of the national media or uh, some sort of analyst uh, says something about Trey Lance and 49ers. Why not? We've been talking about it. Very interesting topic right now. I enjoy it as a topic. Darnold, Purdy, the whole, Purdy, the whole thing is very fascinating. So this is what Mark Schlereth said yesterday to Colin Cowherd. Uh, this is one of the things he said. There's a few things he said. I don't know if we'll get to all of them this morning because, uh, you know, we all got to get on with our days here soon. But let's let's uh, let's listen. What you thought you were probably going to get and what you got are two different things. I think Trey Lance is probably a, he's a big kind of straight line, um, incredible athlete, but he's not that edge to edge, sideline to sideline, Lamar Jackson type of athlete out of the pocket. So I think it limited some of the run game that you were planning on implementing on the RPO games and some of the quarterback designed run stuff. Um, where when you go back and watch Trey Lance, most of his runs were like quarterback power that were back up between the tackles as opposed to attacking the edge. And I think that was one of the things that they just realized, not quite the athlete we thought he was going to be, yeah. you know, when, when we tested out. All right, so that was Schlereth yesterday, and you could see uh, actually the person, the video was posted by Vish Kamarin. I think I'm saying it right, Vish. Kamarin? Kamarin? I think it's Kamarin. That'd be my guess, but I haven't heard it said. So let me know. I want to get that right. Names are important. It's important to get somebody's name right. So um, I think he's right, first of all. 
And the person who tagged, tagged me and John in the tweet correctly said, you guys have been talking about this forever. Yeah, we've been saying this forever. But I don't think it's a good excuse for why this hasn't worked or why it isn't going to work for the 49ers. But it is true. Keep in mind, Schlereth has as much access to Lance tapes, takes as anybody. Schlereth has actually called two Trey Lance games. The game that Jimmy hurt his calf or that Jimmy's calf acted up. You remember this was the October 2021 Seahawks game when all of a sudden Trey Lance started the second half. Schlereth was calling that game. Last year, week two, coming off of the Bears game, going into the Seattle game in which Trey Lance got hurt. Schlereth called that game. Schlereth played for Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan brought Schlereth into Denver in 95 when Kyle Shanahan was in high school and, um, you know, probably placing the ball down before every practice snap for the offensive line. And, you know, you immediately think, I immediately thought, oh, and of course, John Lynch. He and John didn't play together. But his quarterback was Brian Greasy for three years. Well, two years Greasy started and then a third year. So, first of all, let's just establish, because one thing that happens a lot is somebody has a take and we go, well, how does that guy know? Let's just establish. And then I didn't even mention his career as a respected ESPN analyst and a, you know, for a long time, a local analyst in Denver. So let's just establish before we go any further here. It's safe to say Schlereth has a clue. Can we just establish that? Remember, not just have we been talking about this for since the very beginning of Trey Lance's NFL playing career. But Breer wrote the exact same thing back in February. He's not as skilled a runner as the 49ers had hoped, but he's a big, strong athlete. The question is really he can improve as a passer. Agreed. That's why I say it's not an excuse for the 49ers. Life is full of failure. Sports is full of failure. Drafting is full of failure. How you respond to failure, all that, all that stuff that is cliche is really true. So, failing in drafting, evaluating, developing, no matter where the failure occurred, it's a failure. If your third overall pick turns out to not be, forget about your franchise quarterback, not even your backup quarterback, and not even a, tra a trade asset. But if, if this thing continues down the road, it's on and fails, it won't be because, in my opinion, it won't be because Trey Lance is not an effective runner. I actually think there is some question as to whether or not he can't be a good runner. I don't think there's any debate about the fact the fact that he has not been uh, a comfortable runner. And I said that from the beginning, he doesn't look comfortable. Keep in mind, this guy's played in the last five years of football seasons, like one, one season. I mean, he played two years as a redshirt at North Dakota State. He played a season. Then he played one game at North Dakota State. Then his Niner career began. And he's, you know, we're talking, what, two and a half games a year, basically? Uh, one of that 1.75 games a year, something like that. So, you know, it's, it is reasonable to think that there's a possibility. We're talking a lot of maybes and maybes. There's a possibility that, uh, with time he could become a more comfortable runner that what we're seeing is not a lack of physical ability when it comes to the run game, but a lack of comfort with the speed of the NFL. That's what I thought it was when I first watched him play NFL games. He's not comfortable. He's not sure. I think I, I think we've seen it multiple times, and I think we kind of saw it even on the play that he got hurt when Cody Barton crushed him, kind of this lack of how long until the guy that's about to hit me hits me, Where 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 is everybody, and do I need to get down feet first? Do I need to get down shoulder first? A lot of young quarterbacks who are mobile – 
but are not elite speed guys go through it. Um, Baker Mayfield went through it. I think Johnny Mandel went through it. Uh, the Johnny's a great example uh, as a Trey Lance comp, but guys, I think they can run away and can't. We'll see. I we'll see if Brock goes. Brock has done that, you know, that blind turn to his left side, and it's worked. We'll see if that continues as guys kind of figure out maybe what his rhythm is as a runner. But I, I to me, there is some quite. I do think it's possible that Trey Lance could still become a more effective, more comfortable runner as he gets more comfortable. That said, I, I think what Schler is saying here is accurate. That I watched a lot of the, we, we all did probably, a lot of the Trey Lance tape. There was a lot of reason for to think that it would translate um, as, a, as a runner, right? I think John has said it when we've debated this recently. Well, is he beating you to the, is he really beating you to the edge? Probably not. But I, I still think he is more, more than adequate an athlete to be an effective runner if you are able to to pair in a pass game and Kyle Shanahan's ability to deceive a defense, right? So designed runs where the defense is deceived because you've set it up with the pass uh, or running back runs and, um, you know, the natural space that occurs when you drop back to pass and there's nothing there and, and then you take off. I think he's more than adequate. Of course, he's not Lamar athletically. He's not Josh Allen athletically. Um, he's not, you know, Kaepernick was, I, I was saying this to somebody the other day. I think Justin Herbert's athletic comp is Colin Kaepernick in terms of the way the ball looks in the air when he throws it deep and the type of athlete, of athlete that he is, right. It's not so much wiggle, but man, when it is straight line, it is gone. That's, that's not what Trey Lance is as an NFL runner. But it's not what Frank Gore wasn't a straight line and it's gone. Now, Frank, uh, Frank Gore had wiggle. I'm not comparing them. But um, that's not the reason this will fail. Trey Lance's inability to be a dominant runner is not why this will fail. Uh, now, now I'm going to play devil's advocate. If you were going to say, yes, that actually is part of the reason why this isn't working. I think part of the argument would be in order for a young quarterback to develop as a passer, he's got to be able to do something else to be on the field. It's part of what, you know, Josh Allen did. If you go back and look at Josh Allen's, it's part of what Josh Allen was able, right? You get yourself out of some trouble. You buy yourself some time. You avoid some big hits, et cetera, et cetera. And that might be a legitimate part of this. But Trey Lance hasn't been able to do any of that because he hasn't been on the field. And uh, we know Kyle Shanahan was going to run him because Kyle Shanahan was running him. Kyle Shanahan thought he was an adequate enough runner because the game plan was let's run Trey 12 to 18 times. So, you know, I think Kyle's actions told us there was enough running ability there that we're going to try this as the thing that's going to help us give him some space and some time to develop as a passer. That was the plan last year. Throughout the Chicago game in terms of, you know, play calling design because – you throw everything out the window in a month. Well, you don't throw everything out the window. The monsoon came later, as Middlecoff mentioned the other day. But the Seattle game was the game that he got hurt in was setting up to be. Um, that was setting up to be a a probably my, if I'm being intellectually honest, I my guess is it wouldn't have continued at this rate, but it was setting up to be like a 50-50 pass run game for Trey Lance. When you go back and look at how many times he threw it and how many times he ran it in a in a short window. They were running it with him almost as much as he was throwing it. So Kyle Shanahan thought he was adequate enough to make him a predominant, but make his legs a predominant part of the run game. Uh, 
and you know, I, one of the things we got robbed of there with the injury was just finding out, is that really what he is as a runner? Is that the ceiling? And even if it was the ceiling, I think there was just a basic level of comfort that would have come with playing an NFL season against NFL athletes and just understanding not, it's not just about, can I run away from this guy? It's about, should I get down right here after three yards? Should I put my shoulder down and try and get six? Should I get to the sideline? Can I get to the sideline? You know, those are the things when I said he wasn't a comfortable runner that I was talking about. I wasn't talking about, boy, I don't think he can run away from Micah Parsons. Most, most quarterbacks are not going to do that anyway. So whatever, you know, I, I, I thought it was more about can, can a three yard run just be a five yard run? Can a no gain be a three yard gain, right? Those are the things for the most part, it's not about Lamar Jackson quarterbacks breaking off runs. It's about now here's the other part. Part of the athleticism. It's not just about putting the ball under your arm, three points of pressure. And then, you know, running the ball for 15 yards. It's about being able to be mobile enough behind the line of scrimmage to make things happen when a play breaks down. And that's the other part that we didn't really get a sense for. And maybe that's part of what he, what Schlereth is talking about. Um, I just, like I said, I, I don't think that's the reason it will have failed if it ultimately continues that, that down that path. But I think it's accurate. It's what my eyes have told me. If you've been watching or listening to the show in the Trey Lance era, I was thinking maybe I should repost as a ham classic some original Trey takes like game reaction takes or draft night takes make a little documentary, a little 30 for 30. So, um, uh, but yeah, I, you know, th those are some of the things that you thought that he'd be able to do behind the line of scrimmage. All right, let's get into some, uh, ham in my coffee. I'm not, I, I like my ham as, uh, Bacon. I like it as sausage. I don't like ham as ham that much. Uh, you know, carnitas. But like ham is just ham as a as a as a food like as a sliced ham. Not my favorite. Um, always enjoy Schlereth and Coward. Always interesting. Agreed. Sounds like what you guys have been saying forever. Quarterback power versus twitchy. Hopefully the twitch comes with experience and better vision. I don't think you're necessarily going to change the type of athlete that he is. I, I just think it's about comfort in the same way. A quarterback who doesn't have a big arm over time can become comfortable. I think Brock is an example. Drew Brees is always the ultimate example can become uh, more aware of their strengths and how to use their strengths. And, you know, um, sometimes you, you accentuate the assets that you have. So, and I think Trey was, is still at a point when it comes to playing NFL games, he's not quite sure how his assets fit in to the NFL. He knew at North Dakota state, just put your shoulder down and run through that banker, right? Just put it down and just power through that guy. who's going to be teaching uh, 11th grade history next year, but in the NFL, it's a different story. And he doesn't really have a sense for, should I get down? Can I power this guy over? Can I beat him to the edge? He just hasn't had enough time for that. Uh, love the morning vids. Thanks, Thanks Bennett. Uh, imagine if they took fields with that run game. You know, uh, that that was when you go back and watch our draft night video that night, the live stream that we did. We both predicted Lance was the pick. I was good with it. 
John was okay with it, but he he was an advocate of Fields. He said draft Fields. So more like Kaepernick. Um, well, no, because Colin was a really experienced runner. He was an explosive runner. I went back and watched some Kaepernick highlights the other day. Uh, I don't remember why, but I remember Colin. I I was, I might have. I got to check the notes. I think I brought. Nah, it wasn't his first start, but I saw. I went to Fresno State. I was covering Fresno State at the time, and I was calling games for at the time. Nevada and Fresno State were in a league called the WAC in college football, the Western Athletic Conference. Nevada was in that league, so I saw every game Colin played from the beginning. I remember Colin's debut. He got came in because the starting quarterback got hurt. He and Ryan Matthews both had great games that day, um, and uh, and I called some of Colin's games. Colin was a prolific runner. Um, he was part of a backfield, you know, that birthed the pistol offense, or at least the pistol formation, but they ran their offense out of it, that had three 1,000-yard rushers on the same team, him and two running backs. Never happened before. Probably hasn't happened since. And um, he was very explosive as a straight-line runner. So he was different than Trey. He would, He was not wiggly, but God, go watch some Colin run-on-the-ball highlights. It was just ridiculous should have taken fields trey tebow seems mean um the section i don't know what that means um pretty sure the team has evaluated him a lot in practice but i'm still hoping he's good yeah i mean I've been repeating this, but it's kind of, I think, the best way for me to articulate where I'm at with Trey uh, in terms of a passer. We only see a handful of practices and a very limited number of games that he's played in. Kyle Shanahan has told us repeatedly what he thinks. And this is a guy that's done a pretty good job of putting, like, this is where you, for a lot of, for some of the criticism Kyle gets about quarterback development, one of the things, you really have to recognize about him as a coach. He does have a good track record of putting guys in the best positions for them to succeed, right? Finding a way to use a skill set. And his evaluation clearly to this point has been the best way to use Trey Lance's skill set is to run the ball with him, which tells us what he thinks his ability in the current state is as a passer. Now, as I said to somebody yesterday when we were talking about Sam Darnold, it's possible that Trey, you know, if because the comment was, and I think a fair comment, if they're tied coming out of OTAs, then isn't Darnold kind of ahead because he's very new to this offense. Trey has reworked his throwing motion. Trey is still young. Let's see if Trey can take a leap forward, right? He'll get some preseason games. Marcellus, he's not an elite runner, but it was his indecisive running that caused him issues. Exactly. Said that was very well said. That's what I've been trying to say. Martinez, uh, I really don't understand the divide. As a fan, shouldn't we be rooting for all the quarterbacks to succeed? I think there's a difference between rooting and doing what is part of the fun is evaluating and predicting. Predicting is one of the most fun things in sports. So many of our sports conversations are about predicting. I mean, gambling obviously is about predicting, but, um, uh, you know, predictions there's a reason people like content does predictions all the time. Think about a mock draft. 
Like this is about predictions. Uh, when we talk about sports a lot, it's about evaluating. It's about trying to assess, read tea leaves, all that stuff. But all of that goes into predicting. Um, it's more fun than recapping. So, uh, yeah, I mean, rooting is one thing. And then trying to figure out what's going to happen and evaluate it in real time is another thing, right? I think the part of what makes football such a, a um, popular sport, there's a million things. We could go through it. I'm not going to do that now. But one of the things is that uh, you can think like a coach. You can second guess a coach. You can think like a GM. You can say they should have drafted this guy. We should have drafted that guy. Unlike the NBA or Major League Baseball um, uh, or hockey outside of Connor David, that's as far as my hockey draft knowledge is going to go, uh, we know who all these guys are for the most part coming into the NFL draft. The NFL doesn't – the NFL would never change the rule that you have to play three years of college football before you come to the league because college football creates stars for the NFL. The NFL doesn't do anything. The NFL doesn't have to do anything with Caleb Williams. They didn't have to do anything with Trevor Lawrence. They didn't have to pay Kyler Murray a dime. They didn't have to pay uh, 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 Jared Goff a dime. College football did all that for them when they came into the league. They don't have to pay Will Anderson a penny. Um, Saquon Barkley, they didn't have to do they didn't have to do anything for Saquon Barkley for three years. He just showed up a star. So that's what makes the NFL draft fun. We get to look at all these guys that we already know, we've watched, whatever, and then predict are they going to be good? Where are they going to go? Best comp, Taysom Hill. No, McNair. You know, I'm not going to pretend. McNair was a pretty physical. Uh, McNair's physicality played in the NFL, right? He was a big for an NFL guy. He was strong for an NFL guy. He fit. So I don't, uh, you know, I don't think that's a fair comp for McNair. Uh, buh, buh, buh. Cam wasn't uh, Cam wasn't as elite a runner, but he was decisive. Again, prolific, high level Auburn and Florida. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. 
The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, runner. Kyle was running Trey like a college QB who couldn't throw. It did feel kind of collegiate at times. Um, if Shanahan, if Shanahan generation Reno, if uh, retro, if Shanahan wanted a mobile quarterback, why didn't we just draft Fields? Um, well, I think the feeling was, if you go back to the kind of anti-Fields, the feeling was he was not did not have the upside as a thrower. Remember, Trey had uh, run a lot of the Niners' offense in North Dakota State had controlled the offense at North Dakota State, right? One of the stories was he's he's handling the line of scrimmage um, and and doing a lot of the things that the Niners asked their quarterbacks to do. The Niners really like Trey. As talking to somebody in the Niners building as I did the night of the draft, late that night, they loved him, the person. They thought he was really bright. They think he is. I, you know, they still, I think that's still the case. But the draft about was about they thought he was really bright they thought he was a very high level guy they were blown away they had you know when they met with him and talked to him and all that stuff that was a big part of it um you know i don't know that they felt that way about fields i don't know if they didn't remember there was that story that fields doesn't like practice as hard or whatever the deal was and then that story got refuted i don't even remember exactly what that story was but somebody prominent herb street or somebody said that and then backed off it i don't know if it was herbie but um, uh, you know, Ohio state quarterbacks track record. Maybe, I don't know if that matters. I doubt that matters to them, but there was a lot of reason to like, to, to like Trey. I thought at the time, if I'm being honest about how I felt at the time, I thought there was a lot of reason to like him more. But the one thing that was clear was the athleticism was in fields favor. That was very clear from the beginning. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Kaepernick was fast, but took him a bit to get up to speed. But man, his his strides were just so long. V said, if he showed accuracy, then he might have a chance at this point. We don't forget the targets. Yep. Cap didn't have touch. That is true. <laughs> he did not. Uh oh, epilepsy? Yeah, I don't. Jose, man, I just wanted Deshaun Watson. We could have had a bowl by now. Well, maybe. But what else would he would be? What else would he uh, would he still be on your team? KP, man, the problem with the media is that if Trey breaks out and has an incredible incredible career, nobody from the media will take accountability for what they said about him right now. That's why the internet exists. We keep receipts. That's the beauty. Um, yeah, Watson was more polished. Hell, I mean, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday, uh, after talking about 
some of the Darnold stuff and we played that Prague Marate interview. I played a clip of it yesterday and you can go, go to the podcast and find it or actually put it on the YouTube. It's long. I don't know if I, I put it on the YouTube cause I'm like, you know, this Leeds news is breaking. Maybe some of the Leeds fans are going to look for this Prague Marate interview, but didn't quite pop at least not yet. Um, on the, on the YouTube, but you can go listen to it as a, as a podcast as well. It's just audio. It's not video. Uh, uh, but I was thinking about the Darnold thing. What did you just say to make me think of that? Uh, keeping receipts from my ass too. That's fine. Look, all these videos are up there. So I, I, I am, I, you go, go look at all the Trey Lance takes. There've been some really positive ones. There've been some really negative ones. Uh, the bias that you believe that I or John has for Trey Lance, you're bringing that to the table because the history says, go look at it. Uh, we, it's 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 never been just one thing so uh but what was the somebody just made me think something about darnold i don't remember Keep, uh, god what was the comment what oh if 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 the niners don't get garoppolo they're winless remember they're 0 and 8 I, I went through the whole thing yesterday so i'm not gonna rehash it but then they're 0-9. He gets there. He wins a bunch of games. If they're drafting near the top of that draft, that's a great, what do they do, right? If they feel okay about Jimmy, but maybe they, you know, they 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 played their way out of range for the quarterbacks, um, or at least for the top three guys, Baker, who went one, Darnold, who they had to trade up to get, and Josh Allen, who they had to trade up to get ahead of the Niners. Do they trade back because they kind of like Jimmy? Um, I think that's a possibility. I think if they were to draft one of those guys, I think it's probably Sam. Um, but, you know, the, the the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan era has shoved more quarterback what-ifs into a short window. And, it, you know, the most likely scenario, if we were, like, doing pie charts here, you go, okay, Brock is a franchise quarterback, is that somehow, finally, in the end, Kirk Cousins ends up on the 49ers. But I just said we're just doing fun predictions. But, I, you know, that still is very much a possibility in the end so yeah yeah that's true that's true go go watch the video of the pick i loved the pick i was pro pick yeah bills ultimately i think the bills traded with tampa uh bills were a nine-win team the year they got josh allen in the draft Kirk Cousins is a no-go. <laughs> Purdy saved Shanahan's job. Sack Hornet for life. Troy Taylor. KP, while this talk for Trey and not Zach Wilson, the Zach Wilson stuff is, there's like not even any hope in that conversation. There's no argument for why it could work at this point. It doesn't feel like that, but here's a prediction. Jimmy never makes the Raiders roster due to health concerns. The Niners sign him back. After Brock Darnold trail hurt. Yeah, that's a prediction. Uh, in a weird way, Jimmy getting hurt in 18 got us both in 19. Yes, it has been a long and uh, winding road with, with no clear. You could not have drawn this path out for uh, Kyle Shanahan's 49ers. There's no doubt. And uh, throughout the failures, you got to give him credit for finding ways to continue to compete. I do. All right. We got to roll. It is uh, 
Day's getting going, so let's get on with the day. Although, this did make me think of something I want to talk about tomorrow, maybe, on Friday morning. But um, that'll be for another time. Yeah, Jimmy's leading the Raiders to 10 wins, calling it now. Uh, you know, I was trying to figure out who's going to have the number one pick, because the number one pick next year is massive. Caleb Williams is going to be the biggest quarterback prospect. Uh, well, since Trevor Lawrence, but Lawrence was the biggest since um, Luck. I think it was bigger than Burrow. And Burrow did not have the kind of hype going into his last year at LSU or his year at LSU that uh, Caleb Williams has now. So I think he's going to end up being a bigger prospect. No, Burrow was an incredible prospect, but uh, then, I mean, it's he's as ready-made as you can get short of Luck superstar quarterback number one and the number one pick right now is very up in the air and um the raiders would do well to to win one game this year which i don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off but when you think of the caleb williams market i you also have to think about the quarterback trade market and that you know to me like the, there is a there's kind of a tie in there with what the next few months look like for trey lance and where things end up next year in the NFL draft. Uh, so maybe we'll get back to, uh, yeah, tank for Caleb. I don't know, man. We'll see. Like, we'll see. I think it's a little more complicated. Maybe we'll dive into this tomorrow on the show because I think it's a little more complicated uh, than that because there's bad teams with new quarterbacks. There's teams that don't have quarterbacks, but are they going to be bad enough to get up to want to be the worst team? So, yeah, the Rams, that would – you do not want the Rams to tank for Caleb Williams. You do not. If you're, you don't want him on the Cardinals. You don't want him on the Seahawks, and you don't want him on the Rams. Uh, you want him on the football team, <laughs> or the, <laughs> yeah, you want him on the football team. That's where, or or um, well, we'll get to this tomorrow. I'll, I uh, I want to talk about this. Maybe we'll get to this tomorrow. So anyway, uh, thanks for hanging, everybody. Cool. Just a quick little uh, summer summer hours here morning stream. We got to get on with our day. Uh, game time app. Use the code HAM. You want sports tickets. You want concert tickets. You want show tickets. Uh, lose, uh, lose. Use code HAM. Get you 20 bucks off at uh, game time. Go get the game time app. Thanks for hanging, y'all. Uh, maybe see you tomorrow. We'll see. Keep it rolling. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.